You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I am back. I am not the AI, humanoid, robot, whatever the heck it is of me or I am some kind of morphing version of Miss Tang you. No, folks, it is me, Dustin Gold, right here on the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. Join us over there, folks, for the ad-free video version of the podcast as well as uh, you get Mike's podcast, the Thomas Payne podcast, ad-free video version. And uh, there's even a tier in there. It's a special tier. I, I know a number of you have joined, and I want to thank you very much. Uh, and in there, you get Mike's uh, what's called the Hot Wire, which is a really um, it's uh, high-level intelligence that he puts out. Some people use it for investing advice. And so you can join that tier and get that. And I'm working on some uh, premium content to start releasing under that tier as well. But uh, right now, i got to focus on the show. We're putting out a lot of intel on the show, and I like it. I like to give away as much as possible and then i'll continue to produce the video show for the people over at pain.tv slash gold and then you also get access to the community but let's let's continue with this i don't want to waste too much time there plugging um let's continue with this uh this ai powered virtual virtual humanoid robot ms tang you so it says here ms tang you's appointment highlights the company's artificial intelligence plus management strategy and represents a major milestone of the company towards being a quote metaverse organization end quote tang you the ai humanoid will streamline process flow enhance quality of work tasks and improve speed of execution Tang you will also serve as a real-time data hub and analytical tool to support rational decision-making in daily operations, as well as to enable a more effective risk management system. In addition, Ms. Tangyu is expected to play a critical role in the development of talents and ensuring a fair and efficient workplace for all employees. Now, folks, this is actually real you're actually seeing this come to fruition now where an AI deep fake is literally going to help run a company. Remember I posed the question to you in the Lars Butler series, at least once I asked you, maybe more, was that when we're watching television, how do you know if Anderson Cooper is interviewing Barack Obama, if Barack Obama is real or not just a deep fake? And then to blow your mind even more, if Tucker Carlson is interviewing, let's say, Donald Trump, how do you know Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump are not both AI deepfake mind twins? As we demonstrated to you through showing you the demonstration by Lars Butler when his AI mind twin was running a Zoom conference with four other AI mind twins all at the same time. And I guarantee you they were showing you the sort of crappier, in layman's terms, version of the technology, not what they really had developed. Let's continue. A little more on this, a little more on this. 
because this is amazing. I mean, this is the beginning, folks, of replacing humans even at the highest level. You know, we were led to believe that, oh, AI was just going to replace some cashiers at the grocery store. And then don't worry, autonomous trucks will just replace some truck drivers. Who the hell needs them? Then I showed you that Peter Thiel is behind trying to replace lawyers with his company, Do Not Pay the Robot Lawyer. And then we haven't gotten into this here, but you've seen over the last couple of years with COVID that you have nurses and doctors and stuff being replaced with AI-backed telemedicine. And now you're seeing CEOs are even going to be replaced. Wow, it's amazing. You'd think the doctors and the lawyers and the CEOs might be speaking up about this stuff instead of investing in it, but they're investing in it because, well, they think they're smart. So they'll invest in their own demise thinking that they're going to get money. What happens when the AI decides to go, hey, I'm going to take your money? Let's see. Dr. Dijian Liu, Dijian Liu, we'll call him, chairman of NetDragon, commented, we believe AI is the future of corporate management, and our appointment of Ms. Tang Yu represents our commitment to truly embrace the use of AI to transform the way we operate our business and ultimately drive our future strategic growth. He goes on to say, looking forward, we will continue to expand our, our algorithm behind Tang Yu to build an open interface and highly transparent management model as we gradually transform to a metaverse-based working community. We will enable us to attract a much broader base of talents worldwide and put us in a position to achieve bigger goals. Yeah, how about you're about to get fired, Dijan Lu? How about your job is on the chopping block, pal? You don't see that coming? Come on, folks. Did you hear that, though? I know I was goofing around in the second part, but it said, looking forward, we will continue to expand our algorithms behind Tang Yu to build an open, interactive, and highly transparent management model as we gradually transform to a metaverse-based working community. A metaverse-based working community. I have a friend of mine in sales, folks, and he's like a big-time fish salesman. He, I believe, for the company he works for, opened up the account with Publix, and he got his company's product into like 1,200 Publix stores. So he's a big deal. He is freaked out that his job is on the chopping block. He believes that within a couple of years, there will be no more salesmen going out to meet um, the buyers for these big corporate grocery stores or meeting with the independent department managers at stores to get them to pick up their product. He believes that soon everyone's just going to have sort of a AR uh, augmented reality or VR virtual reality headset that they're going to put on. And that so right now he's been pitching his company to let him train and become an expert in sort of these metaverse technologies so that he could become the virtual salesman uh, and then start actually like mailing out these VR headsets for, you know, the big buyers to keep in the office. Like, seriously, I'm not kidding. Like, he sat down and had a conversation with me because he wanted my advice because he knows I talk about this stuff. Uh, and he's kind of a techie nerd and um, not necessarily wants this, 
but he's planning for the future. And so he doesn't want to lose his job. All right. Uh, so let me see here if there's anything else important. Nah, it's just about the Net Dragon Websoft Holdings Limited. You don't need to know about that. But anyway, there you go, folks. Now they're going to replace the CEOs. Now, I say, well, if we're going to do it, the CEOs, the doctors, the lawyers, they deserve this. But now, at the end of the day, it's going to actually be bad for us, the regular people. We're the ones who are going to have to interact with these artificial intelligence, android, humanoid, robotic, whatever the heck they are. Um, and it's going to get, it's going to land on our lap. Let, let's look at this one. This is an article I've had for quite a while. And I'm in the process of doing some more research on this topic. And it's not quite ready for prime time, ladies and gentlemen. So, but I, I want to give it to you because we're going over technologies that I've sort of brushed over on the show and then never really gave you any meat and so one of the ones i talk about with you is that eventually they're going to have you the elites are going to lock you in your 400 square foot pod prison and they're going to strap the vr headset on your head and you are going to um basically run around in the metaverse completing gamified tasks for them while your brain produces energy in which they're going to harness to then put back into the grid to power the ai hive mind so you basically become a windmill or a solar panel which by the way are those windmills not beautiful you folks ever been to texas corpus christi maybe uh even in poland i saw some they are the ugliest thing on the planet folks but here we go this is at uh uh com. but this is real it's i've actually i'm not going to show you the other stuff but i've looked at white papers on this already this is from february 2021 okay a year and a half ago wearing this gizmo can morph you into an actual human battery uh, it says RoboCop was literally a human, more like a human corpse, that a too ambitious tech executive made into a machine with flesh, but turning yourself into a human battery in the future won't be nearly that morbid. Are you hearing this, folks? Are you ready to become a uh, human battery? It says here, it sounds almost as fictional as the movie, but mechanical engineer Jinglang Zhao and his team have developed a new and cheap wearable gadget that transforms the human body into a bio battery. This thing relies on thermoelectric generators that convert your body's natural heat into electricity without any sort of robotic resurrection involved. It is made of stretchy, self-healing material you can wear as a ring or bracelet. For those of you who don't want to wear the ring, ring you can wear the bracelet, okay? Get you some, uh, how about some earrings? Can we get some earrings, folks? No, gentlemen, you put on the bracelet, you put on the ring to power your wearable electronics like watches and fitness trackers without plugging them in, okay? That's how it always happens, folks. They sell you convenience in trade for liberty. Convenience for liberty. Oh, yeah. We're just going to suck that energy out of your body so you can power your stupid iWatch. It says right here, so how exactly does this device take heat from the body and convert it into electricity? Quote, it works using the Seebeck effect in the 
thermoelectric generators, which can directly convert temperature differences on the two sides of the devices to electric energy, end quote. Zhao, who recently published a study in Science Advances, told Sci-Fi Wire. Your body generates electricity. Everything that is alive has some sort of output, from humans to Venus flytraps. <laughs> That's great. Who's ravenous? It reminded me of uh, what's that? Uh, Little Shop of Horrors with uh, Rick Moranis. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. The Venus flytrap. Feed me, Seymour. I think uh, what's his name is in that too. Uh, um, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Anyway, it says from humans to Venus flytraps, whose ravenous leaf mouths clamp shut when an unsuspecting fly or other insect accidentally stimulates them and triggers an electric impulse. Now, what would happen if one of those robo bees flew into the Venus flytrap's mouth? I mean, that would be like electricity on electricity. It would be like a bomb went off. It says Zhao went a step further and designed something that makes it takes advantage of the voltage that results from a significant enough difference in temperature between two terminals. This is the Seebeck effect. With this converter, one terminal is your skin, while the other is a polyamine device that uses whatever volts it can get to keep your smartwatch from dying. I wish I had that battery, folks, because I'm dying right now. I need to go to a short commercial break and recharge my batteries. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and I'll be right here, right back on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold, and I'm all powered up. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Ping.TV slash gold. And folks, I am teaching you a little bit about these human batteries they want to turn us into. Let's continue here, folks. It says, as if this was not unreal enough, right? As if, as if this was not unreal enough. It won't suck the energy out of you like the robots in the Matrix. Darn it! Darn it! That's what I was hoping for. No, folks, don't worry. They're working on that technology. We're not going to do that tonight, but they are. Like the robots in the Matrix did with their human captives. And there is no risk of electrocution because the level of electricity generated is too low. But just enough to power any tech you can wear. The polyamine it, it, uh, it is made of, which has been used to design artificial skin before, is also capable of bonding itself back together if any cuts or tears happen. Yeah, I definitely want to put this on my body. Uh, poly, uh, polyamine is an interesting material, said Zhao, who has worked with it before in an attempt to create his own artificial skin. <laughs> Jesus, these people. Quote, within its 
polymer network chemical bonds can break and reform given appropriate environment. When the device is cut broken, new chemical bonds are generated across the interface, healing to cut in a way like our own skin, end quote. Folks, they want you to wear this as a ring or a bracelet. I mean, come on, folks. Do you feel something weird under your under your shoes? Yeah, that would be the slippery slope, folks. The phenomenon that makes this possible is known as bond exchange reaction. When a chemical bond is broken, another molecule seizes the opportunity to latch on to one end, kicking out the other molecule that got detached. Electrical connections also have to restore themselves in a device that is basically a thermoelectric generator. Zhao made this possible with liquid metal. Using a gallium-based alloy as the electrical interconnection was ideal because gallium melts at around 86 degrees Fahrenheit, which is between room temperature and body temperature. Both outer damage and electrical connections will be instantly repaired without any outside intervention. And folks, there is a video of this, okay, which I will show sometime next week, sometime next week. But I just want to read you this part here. It says, don't expect to see this at Best Buy yet. The prototype is nothing short of amazing and borderline sci-fi, but Zhao and his team are still improving on it so it can be available within the next decade. But they're moving fast on this. He especially wants to make the power generation more efficient so the wearer can get the maximum electrical energy out of it. It is possible to add more blocks of generators to give it a power boost. If someone figures out a way to make smartphones wearable, the infamous cry of, my phone died, might eventually be a thing of the past. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, are you putting two and two together? What did we cover extensively here at the Dustin Gold Standard? The Neuralink brain chip, correct? Elon Musk with Peter Thiel's backing Neuralink brain chip. And that needs to recharge itself. And so one of the things Musk talked about in uh, 2018 and 2020 on the Joe Rogan experience was at night literally plugging your head uh, into the wall to charge it or using some of the new charging technology that they've been developing. Well, I venture to guess, I haven't gone and looked yet, that I will find this company or this similar technology uh, probably... Thiel or Musk or somebody is involved if it's uh, legitimate and because they're going to need to charge that Neuralink brain chip, that Bluetooth enabled circuit plugged into your head and this is probably one of the ways they're looking at doing it. Now since we're on this topic let's advance over to this. I know many of you have heard this before but many of you have not and many of you have forgotten about it. This is real. I've done my own research it's not made up. This is um, a patent we are looking at because we're talking about turning humans into batteries. And I've also mentioned to you about Bill Gates, sort of the Microsoft technology to utilize sort of your gamifi- your gamified life that'll take place sort of in the metaverse and then it'll disseminate tokens to you. 
And I've read a lot about that type of technology in various white papers, and that's why I break it down into layman's terms and kind of explain it to you in sort of a sci-fi movie fashion because it's much easier for you to get an image in your head. But again, the beginning of this show here is showing you these technologies and they exist, and I don't just make this stuff up, folks. I couldn't dream this up. I'm not that crazy. This is a publication number, and this is true. This went out on social media. Uh, This was published March 26th, 2020, right? So same month that COVID kicked off. And you've got an international application number, then a publication number, which is WO slash forward slash there, 2020 forward slash 060606. That's right, 666. And the title of this is Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. And the applicants are Microsoft Technology Licensing LLC, One Microsoft Way, Redmond, Washington, 98052. Not 90210, but all right, folks. So this is Microsoft Technology Licensing LLC. That is Microsoft. You can look it up. And the inventors here, you've got uh, Dustin Abramson. Damn it, he has my first name there. You've got Derek Fu and Joseph Edwin Johnson Jr. And then a bunch of agents listed. But let me just read this to you. This is the abstract here. It says, um, human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of a cryptocurrency system. A server may provide a task to a device of a user which is communicatively coupled to the server. A sensor communicatively coupled to or comprised in the device of the user may sense body activity of the user. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user. The cryptocurrency system communicatively coupled to the device of the user may verify if the body activity, and I apologize, folks, I don't have it up on the screen for the, um, for the video version of the podcast. I apologize. I just put it up for you guys here. Let's finish that. Uh, Coupled to the device of the user may verify if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Okay? Again, uh, for the video audience, I just put this up for you. You can see right up here. This is not a lie. You saw it in memes. It's real. Publication number 0606060666. Okay? And this is basically an international patent. Um, right here, you can see cryptocurrency system using body activity. And you can go through all the data on here, which I'm not going to do. But see, what it is, is it's talking about the system that tracks basically the body movement. So a server may provide a task to a device, okay? And then that device is coupled to the server. And then a sensor, 
which is coupled to or comprised in the device. So let's say you had your phone and your phone has a sensor on it and the sensor can pick up body activity. So the body activity data is then generated based on the sense body activity of the user. So you're like, let's say the system tells you to dance and you dance and your device, your phone or your smartwatch powered by uh, the human battery band or whatever, and you're dancing, then the phone sensor receives the data that you're dancing. So then it sends that data back to the server and then the server releases you crypto tokens. Very similar, I believe I explained it before in the demonstration that Neuralink was doing with the macaque monkey, where if the monkey completed the task in the mind pong, he was allowed to sit there and drink a banana shake out of a straw. And then in the end, when he beat the game or finished, they gave him a real banana. And so we are the monkeys and the crypto tokens are the banana shake. And so in a future episode, I've already started doing research into this. We will go deeper into it. But that's the beginning of gamification, basically putting on a VR headset or an AR headset, virtual reality or augmented reality, doing whatever tasks these psychopaths give you, and then you generate tokens that are given to you in your crypto wallet that you can then use to buy stupid, useless things, non-tangible items inside of their psychopathic funhouse they like to call the metaverse. That's uh, Microsoft and Bill Gates behind that one, folks. Do you like that? Because it ties right in to the human battery. So, so far, I told you about the robo-bees. Thank you, Maria Albanese. I told you about the new virtual CEO. Again, thank you, Maria Albanese. And then we got into the human batteries that I've been tracking for a few years. And now we got into the Bill Gates crypto token dancing monkey system that these people are developing are you excited to drink a banana shake through a straw like a little dancing monkey folks when we get back up on the screen i've got another one that i always mention to you about we mortal humans becoming the dna based hard drives that will back up all the big data that will be used to power the AI hive mind. When we get back, we will delve into that right now, folks. I need to upload my data to the cloud and download it back into my DNA. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. This is a special Friday, Saturday edition right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.